I am King Joffrey Joffrey of Zamunda. <laughs> All right. Start my podcast. I stole that kid, stole that joke, stole that kid, stole that joke from a much funnier cousin of mine when we went to summer camp. You know what? You don't need to claim that you stole. I stole that joke. Hey, that's good. That's you're a good man. I stole that joke. You 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 fess up to stealing your cousin's joke. That's nice. My cousin's so funny, Abdurrahman. I know you watch this sometimes. He's so funny. He um he would uh, we went to summer camp. We went to the YMCA camp in Maine, and during like meals we would sing, we'd sing songs, and what the way to decide who's gonna sing the song next is you uh, clap your hands and you go, I'm gonna sing. And he hated the singing, so he would just clap his hands and just go, I am King Joffrey Joffrey of Zamunda. <laughs> He's like, I'm looking for my son. That's nice. Yeah. That's a beautiful moment. You're so talented. You should do stand-up, my cuz. You should do stand-up. I don't yeah. even know if he's my real cousin, man. I call anybody I grew up with at a certain time period of my life is just a cousin of mine like if i knew you oh, so at age there's no like blood eight i'd be like yeah my that's cousin. Your cousin maybe yeah. we'll be cousins one day yeah um you're a, a joke thief though is that kind of what you're getting at um i'm not doing this on stage <laughs> and I, I fessed up to it <laughs> so what is the deal with joffrey joffrey is that like from is that you game haven't of, watched is the that classic coming to america oh oh, oh yeah i have it's a classic movie coming to America, man. That rules. Yeah. I can't believe. Uh, yeah, now I do remember. Jo- yeah. I have seen. Co- he claps ends. I am See, King Joffrey Joffrey of Zamunda. So this is the problem. My I got goldfish brain. Mm. I have a hard. But you're a dad, man. It's not. It's been before. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a good man for admitting it. Oh, no, I got crap brain. I got. I remember. I don't really like lines from movies, especially like I saw Coming to America in the '90s. So I mean, you ever rewatched it? I I don't think I think parts I've seen part. Amy Amy loves that movie. Um, I hated the sequel. Or I like watched the, the sequel and like it. Um, but no, I I think of Game of Thrones, which um, I saw that. Oh, Joffrey, King Joffrey. Um, Game of Thrones is lit, man. I love that Game of Thrones time because like they released it every week and everybody was like, what's going to happen in the next episode? You know? Yeah. I I never got into I never got into it that hardcore. I was like super late to the party. I ended up binging it like crazy and then I never watched the last season because I heard it was bad. So I just stopped. See, here's the thing about the last season. The last season was amazing. The first two episodes. The first two, three episodes, amazing. That okay. first episode of the final season, you are a liar if you didn't say you didn't crap your pants in excitement how great that season was. Um, freaking when the... when the, give it away. When the Night it. King, like, grabs a, like, ice spear and nails a dragon and, That's like... That's pretty badass. Like, the fact that it... I, I thought it only got a little weird when, like... You know, my favorite character in the show was um, little faceless girl, uh, Arya Stark. Oh, yeah. And her, her, you know, if you have, it, it's so old, you should have watched it by now. If this is a spoiler for you, just go watch it. Um, she kills the Night King. I didn't know with that. With that little trick that she did. That um, rules. Little dagger trick. And that, to me, is kind of weird because, like, I don't know, the Night King being killed by Arya Stark just that's not how i thought the night king would go and that's just honestly i think it was an it was anti-black that decision was anti-black man because i think the night king was a black man and they just let him down they just let him down so should have gone out a different way playing the race card on on game of thrones i I say we take him i think we take him (laughs) take him the ice king ice king is black man um but no, for real, that show was... I love that show. I just... I did get mad at the last... Uh, the way they ended it, because out of nowhere... I think a lot of people got mad. I got mad because out of nowhere, um, Danny Targaryen, you know, she becomes evil. And I was like... And then freaking Jon Snow has to go back to the wall, even though Jon Snow was a good guy. He's a good character. 
Okay, okay. Um, this isn't interesting. This isn't entertaining. It's... They should redo Game of Thrones, but like ants, just all ants. Ant Game of Ants. Game of Ants. Yeah. I don't know if I, I would approve of that. Um, but hear me out. Because part of what was cool about Game of Thrones was you know boobs, and they're. I don't know about you, but I don't really care about an ant's boobs. <laughs> ant boobs. <laughs> how about that? How about that thorax? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, man. let me get some of that thorax meat. I want to see. I want to see a nice skinny thorax midriff on a thorax ant. I don't think they're. Yeah, yeah. You know, Game of Thrones was heavy on the boob. They were. They were light on the butt. They were light on the booty, but they were heavy on the boob. That was HBO, man. Those were that was the heyday of HBO. Like you had to have boobs in all your late night shows. I still say Last of Us is really good. No boobs in that one. Like, like I think HBO still still got it. Did they put boobs in that? No, I think it's like a lot. I don't even think there's a real sex scene. There's like a, you know, they got two teenage lesbian girls that fall in love during. Hearing a bit of it, but that was very PG. But there's no, uh, there's kissing. I don't think anyone even is having sex. It's a sad show. Yeah, I, I, again, another thing I'm, I'm not, I'm not versed in. I'm the last. I remember it was a game. I remember um, AOC was all about it. <laughs> she blew up on Twitch playing that one. Shout out AOC. Um, no, uh, the show's great. It's with um, shoot, I'm, I'm blanking on his name, Pedro Pascal. Um, oh yeah, it's all on HBO. It's honestly worth an HBO membership. I canceled my HBO membership the minute that season was over, and I'll open it again once I have a new season of it. Even though the writer strike is going to delay all the good shows, there's so many good shows that are going to be delayed. What because will we do with strike. our time if not for, you know? I bought a new video game for that exact purpose. You just buy a new video game, and yeah. that, and then you'll burn through your time. You'll get to just burn it. I play as a Japanese peasant boy, and I'm building a village. Is this Rice Patty Simulator? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. How did you know that that was the game? That that's that see that's what they got to do with game. That's the game I want to play, dude. It, oh, this is a legitimate game. It was on sale on Steam. I'm I'm really playing this Rice Patty Sim. It's uh, like I call it Rice Patty Sim. The no, real name don't. of it is Sengoku Period something. But like you literally are like it's like Valheim that you know Viking building game, but yeah. like with Asian people. But you get to wear the and hat. you can't be black Asian. I wanted to create my character and make myself. You can't be Blasian. I just wanted to be like tan you know just tanner but no like i'm you know i'm imperial asian and um i'm really uh really 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 working the fields man <laughs> i built a house um it's great i now and i can make a samurai sword i have to make the forge though i gotta forge i gotta make the forge i gotta make my sword that rules there's so many weird sims out there oh yeah um there are some games in my catalog like i have over 150 games in my steam catalog yeah and there are some games i have in there that are like i'm waiting for like a vacation or like a period of time where i'm just gonna really go in and play it like um kingdom calm deliverance is probably like just i've played 20 hours of it i haven't beaten it because it's so big um it's probably one of the coolest rpgs i've ever played my my brother-in-law colin he's got me into some really weird games or like introduce me to them like uh like hand simulator hand simulator guys one of the it's he likes all these games he he i don't know or i don't know if he likes them even he just he gets a kick out of them simulator it sure is not okay it's none of that it's not it's not weird like that it's like a vr game and you're just like no you don't do any of that um you you're um you're doing like weird, like a oh, you milk a cow. That's one of the things that you have to do with your. So maybe a little bit like what you were talking about, but <laughs> no, you you milk a cow, 
Uh, that's one of them. To completion. But here's the to completion. You get the all the milk out of the cow and to the cow. There's one where you gotta like take a screwdriver and screw something in. So you here's screw the, the cow. <laughs> you screw. So here's the kicker though. The buttons, okay, the controls on hand simulator are like very cumbersome and it's so insane like I don't think anyone really plays this game to get good at it. It's just like, can I play this game? It's like a challenge to yourself if you're able to play it. Like, the buttons. Oh, like the Surgeon game, too? Well, this thing is like, there's a button that, like, moves your finger. Like, one finger is controlled by one button. You know what I mean? And, like, so you're, you, you, it's all keys. It's all keyboard keys. And there's no mouse. It's just keyboard, and you're and like part like you gotta push a button to move your hands forward, and then they're just there, and then you gotta tilt them, and there's a button that tilts them, and then there's a button that like controls each finger, and then you're trying to milk a cow, and it's like the toughest. Thing. You're just like trying so hard to just get a drop, just get one drop out of this damn cow, get we've a drop of milk out of that udder, you know. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, just trying. Just trying. just trying and then failing. And then there was the one that I, I just loved. Crying in the bathroom afterwards. There was this game I loved called um uh Getting Getting Over It. I feel like I've heard of that game. You heard of Getting Over It? It came out probably like five years ago. And uh it's it's this guy in a uh in a like a a kettle like a black, a big black kettle, like a human-sized kettle. It's like up to his waist. Oh, I know exactly that game. And, he has and then like you the have rocks. a sledgehammer, yeah. and then you all you can do is swing your sledgehammer, and, and you're in this kettle. Yeah. And so... That game's really It's popular. a wild game, and, like, it's so difficult to, to beat. Like, so many people give up before they're even halfway through it, because... If you're a speedrunner can get through it like with no cheats or anything, you know, in like three minutes, I think you could do it. Two Dude, or three minutes. Speedrunners are crazy. Um, because um I have um I have you ever like brutally been through a game that you barely beat and you're like, fuck, and then you watch a like a speedrunner do it and you're like yeah. Oh. Oh wow. Because, like, I, I'm a huge Dark Souls fan. So I've played, like, you know, Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, Elden Ring. Um, and uh, it's just crazy watching people just speed run those games and, like, suddenly glitch out and get done in, like, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And have you seen the challenges? Like, someone's like, oh, this game's not hard enough. I'm going to beat it using the Guitar Hero freaking <laughs> the guitar, guitar. <laughs> oh no this game's not easy enough i i'm gonna do like the ddr floor mat and that's how i'm gonna play this game yeah that's... someone taught their goldfish to beat elden ring that i don't even believe that i don't i don't i don't believe it either uh i elden ring i didn't do because it looked like it was gonna be really frustrating and i didn't i didn't want to go there but it's actually the easiest uh, FromSoft game ever. There, well, there you it's, go. It's super easy compared to Dark Souls One or, or like Three. Um, it's wicked easy. The the jump mechanic, the fact that you have an entire open world where you could just farm uh, Grace to get stronger and like get XP versus like, man, Dark Souls One. You literally like would. Dark Souls One's a beautiful game. It's a very well done game, but. It takes forever to get super strong and in Elden Ring I felt like I was super strong from like the beginning. I felt like I could take on anything in the world from like literally the minute you're on versus like all those other games make you so <laughs> make you so weak. It's yeah. crazy. There's I mean, but they build the people that design the games like I think some of these old games that had like a storyline and like you know, you had to Go like Half Life. 
Did you yeah. ever play the original Half-Life? Yeah, I played Half-Life 1. I played even the little side Half-Lifes where you could play as Barry, the uh, uh, the security guard. Yeah, po- or, yeah. And uh, you could play, like, all those. Yeah. Blue blue something? Blue something. And then there was another one where you play as, like, the green guys. Or yeah, the, Opposing the, Force. Opposing Force. And then um, I uh, played, obviously, Half-Life 2, Half-Life uh, 2, Episode 1 and 2. So, so the original Half-Life game... I think probably on average would take someone like 10 hours to beat. I would imagine. Uh, From what I remember. Maybe I'm wrong. I know. It took me like a solid like three days, four days. But yeah. But, hard gaming sessions. Yeah. So it can take it could take a while. But so these, I think they built in a crazy speed run into the game. Because I, I was just curious one day. I was like, I wonder what the fastest speed run on half-life is like five minutes it was like 12 minutes Uh and they must have built this in because there was this technique you could do called bunny hopping and you just like you could get like you jump in a weird way where you start gaining momentum and you get going really fast and the way this guy was moving through the levels like there's this part where he had to bunny hop out of a window and like skip a whole section of raven town Right. And then I don't remember. And then and then land in another window and he just like skipped a bunch of the game. But like it was like he exactly had it. And that they had to have like the people who designed the game had to thought put that in there. Um in that game too, I remember speedrunners would take a can and hold it up, and if you hold it in front of the um there's an iconic scene in Half Life too that just makes it this is my favorite game where um, you know, the world is taken over by aliens and um, one of the guards has like a, a can on top of like a trash can. And he hits it and throws it on the ground and tells you to pick it up. Yeah. And it's like your choice to pick it up or like, you know, take a beating from him. Um, and so I think someone picked up the can. And if you put it up in his face, you could push him and go through the zone and run and everything. Um, but no, it's it's crazy. Should they have found uh fallout four love fallout. speed runs um there's a speed run you could do to get through the game and if you hit like the right quadrant or whatever you can go like two three hundred percent over the cap for speed and mobility so like the minute you press you know w to move forward you're whizzing like halfway across the the map it's it's really uh game design just goes just goes so over my like I, I i can't even like i can't even imagine the effort that goes into designing a game like uh gta 6 that's coming out i don't know if you saw yeah some of that well they released a while ago a hacker hacked in the rockstar and they saw you can see footage and uh thank you rockstar you put a lot of effort into the butts of the characters they gave everybody a booty even the dudes they gave everybody a little diaper walk around in. wow that is an i never i you know i didn't want to get spoiled but thanks for spoiling the butts they got butts man (laughs) excited for the butts in gta i think there was not a diversity in booty in gta 6 Uh, gta 4 5 5 comes before 6 was Uh, was 5 better than 4 in terms of booty um well they had that uh that mod where you could have sex in four. Oh my god remember no there's a coffee mod. They called it coffee. They called it. I hot do remember that. I think I downloaded the hot coffee mod. You oh oh I, I think I got it. No, I don't think I did. I did. Oh, you know what I did do? I remember, um, the Sims, the original Sims game. You could get a mod to take off the censorship. Oh. The little the little, uh, whatever sent the 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 so censorship some stuff. 3D. The pixelated stuff. So the pixels go away, and guess what? It's just, just Ken and Barbie, man. That's all it was. Under no there. nips. They weren't showing nips. There's no bush. Okay. No nips. There's no. There's no dong. It's just. I mean, I what a dis. I mean, I went. I probably got six viruses on the computer trying to get that the the nudie mod for Sims. You know, it's funny if you go on a Steam. And you go to Steam's like top selling games. You probably have heard of this already. And you remove the filter, 
like there's a filter that says you know don't show me not safe for work stuff yeah if you remove the filter like it'll be like oh number one game elden ring back when elden ring came up oh elden, elden ring number one game on steam highest selling game that's bullshit hit the not safe for work button all of a sudden you see titty master 29 no that's dude. the highest selling game i swear we can go on your steam account right now i'll show you after this if you go and look like what's the trending best game and you click i feel the like i unclicked that and for, i didn't see it'll be like titties wow thank you steam so many porn games and it's always like a furry porn game that's like number one dude that is why wow, i had no idea the dark side of steam you know, we need clip it. <laughs> we need um we need furries to be our fans cuz they're the most committed fans. Oh no, they're hardcore. We need the I want I want furry fans cuz they're No, in. I've heard actually I've heard awesome things about the furries. I've heard that they rule. They're like fun. They know what they're into. They don't try to they don't try to coerce you into doing what they're doing. As far as I know, they don't. One of the best fighting they're games. They're kind of like, you know, they're kind of like the Jews. They're not out there trying to, you know, get people to join their thing. They're like, you know, we don't want you, but if you find it, you can t- pass some tests and you can get in there. I don't think you can. Uh, can you convert to Judaism? I thought yeah, you, you got to you gotta pass the test. Gotta, there's a Jew, Jew, Yeah, you got to take the Jew test. <laughs> the JATs? No, um... I know a comedian, Natasha Legero, did it. She's a Jew now. Oh. Yeah, you know her? No, but more power to her. She's fun. I always thought uh, there's a difference, obviously, between being ethnically Jewish and religious. So maybe that yeah, could convert. Um, I do know that um, furries spend a lot of money on those fursuits, man. They're expensive, like 20 grand, 30 grand. Um, yeah. And one of the most, the best fighting game player in the world is black and he's a furry his name's sonic fox he's a big old furry yeah i was skinny he's a little old furry he's a little twink furry there's a um gotta love him though there's to get the there's a jewish hat called a strimmel you just googled it i couldn't remember what it was called but i had to remember because i want to get it right but that thing, they, those things cost like ten grand. Really? Yeah. Oh, that dude, the Hasids the, wear. They the, wear these crazy. They wear they, they're like crazy intricate, wild hats. I, I was looking into them, man. They're really they're oh, too dude. much. They're too. I'd have to put take out a loan. They talk about um like uh the lime. There's like this lemon that was like from biblical times or whatever that uh, Jews get from like the Middle East, and they spend like hundreds of dollars on just a, like a, a lemon. And also, like, um, there was this great podcast. I think one of the coolest podcasts I watched in months is our podcast, of course, No Keith Time. <laughs> but no, um, another one is um, freaking Theo Vaughn interviewed just a New York City garbage man. Have oh, you seen yeah. that? Uh, I, I saw that it, was, it exists, but I didn't watch it. So I didn't know um, that some, like, I think, like, like some some Jewish people, what they do in New York is during a holiday. I should be more educated on this. Um, they get rid of all their old shit, like couches, old electronics, like old furniture, and they just dump it outside and they like burn it and shit. And they're like, oh, we got to buy new stuff because it's in with the new, out with the old during the specific holiday. I forget what it is. And um, that was the craziest thing because, like, the garbage guy I was talking about, he's like, yeah, you bet. You freaking flat screen TVs outside, freaking beds. Like, obviously, I'm exaggerating. He's like, P- huge pieces of furniture, beds, and all the stuff outside um, just waiting to be collected because of the holiday in these giant, um, mo- mostly Jewish neighborhoods. That rules, man. Let's go. Let's go steal. Let's do a Mo Keith time field trip. Is it stealing? <laughs> I thought it was being thrown away. Is that what you just said? I feel like it's stealing. I don't know. Steal, you can't steal trash. It's trash. Eh? Tell us in the comments. Can you steal trash? I feel like you... <sighs> I guess if it, if you're looking for... Well, yeah, How do you, you probably know if can. it's trash or people are moving in? That's the hard part. How can you tell the difference? Say no... Okay, you know what? I got things to say about that. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, let's... I want to finish with the... Is can you steal trash and i think 
I think you can. I think you can steal trash. How comfortable would you be if someone was just snooping in your trash? See, that's what it is. Is like, but that's tr- just okay, grab a tampon. That I'd be cool with. <laughs> I think because it's not mine. Let's be real. No, it's uh, if you're looking for personal information, that's different than what I'm talking about. Like if they're throwing out a flat screen TV, if you're throwing out something that has use, like. I don't think you can steal that. Yeah. You, I feel like you have to see the for free sign. If the, like the free signs on there. Good. Oh yeah. Dude, the free, no doubt the free sign. Okay. The, I, I remember in, in Portland, free stuff on the sidewalk, very common and, and people take it and it's great. We got rid of a lot of stuff uh, that way from our garage that just like, we need, we just, didn't need it but it was still like decent stuff we got rid of it it was all gone and anything wasn't gone by the end of the day we went took it to the dump like there's there's etiquette okay about leaving stuff out you put it on the sidewalk if it's there for more than a day it's going to the dump it's got to go back inside you don't leave a couch in the rain for a week no one's taking your rain couch yeah you dude, know what i mean i saw Wait, somebody but yeah okay oh god well no i was just saying because like if you like I was moving out and I remember, oh, I, I was living on a side street and I remember thinking to myself like, oh, I have to like guard this couch because it's sort of on the sidewalk and easily could be taken. Like there's nothing stop. And if I hadn't been standing there, some guy just pulls up in his truck. He's like, hey, is that, is that free? I'm just like, no, that's a moving truck. I'm moving. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, yeah, sorry, dude. They're they're vultures, man. They're vultures. My mom is one of those vultures, man. If she sees something for free, or like, she likes yard sale, dude. My mom thinks one of the best inventions white people have made are yard sales. She she. You, I like that she <laughs> thinks white people invented yard sales. That's, That's what her head, dude. Maybe they did. I don't know. Can we go back to Jimmy Yard Sale and see it, who he was? Dude, I, I remember growing up, there were many seasons. And I don't think it's a Mo and Keith podcast until I start talking about my mama. Yeah. But, like, my, I didn't remember a summer when I was a kid where my mom would drive through neighborhoods. Just the the richer the neighborhood, the better. And she's like, these white people are amazing. When they don't want things, they just sell them in the streets. This is so smart. What an innovation. <laughs> We throw our shit away. And she's like driving around. She's like, oh, that's a good table. Dude, entire house furnished by yard sales, swap meets, flea hey, market stuff. Respect to that. Because you, you do get the odd good thing on the side of the road. But some people are hardcore. They'll take anything. They're hoarders. Like, they're just hoarders. Hoarders are wild, man. There's Dude, a- my mom was like that. For sure, she'd just take anything. Yeah, but- so she'd keep it in the house? Oh, yeah. she'd. My Wait, mom what's still the house has, like, like now? old shoes. No, it's not bad, Our my mom's house. It's just, like, she keeps... Her hoarding saved my butt because she saved some immigration documents that we didn't need, but I ended up needing for a last-minute trip to Amsterdam. Um, and uh, they um, she that came in clutch, so I, I decided to not insult her hoarding. But she has, like old trophies i won when i was a kid she has old shoes that like nobody fits into anymore she keeps like every piece of paper that anyone has ever given her is kept and cataloged forever it will never go away when she dies and i hope it's not gonna happen anytime soon let's be honest it's never gonna happen oh yeah i'll die first but like the amount of shit we'll have to go through is incalculable i know and and that's i it's just sad to see sometimes when people's whole house is loaded. Like there's a guy in, in the neighborhood that like is a hoarder. Like, you know, it's bad when it's spilling out into their yard. Like, you're just like, all right, our neighbor's a hoarder too. You're just like, okay, you have an air conditioner in your yard. Really? You can't just let that go. It's no good anymore. That's no good. You have a, you have a broken like chair swing in your yard. It's broken. Half it's on the ground. It's rusted. Really? Just let it go. I think it's um, so we live next to a hoarder, and at first we thought it wasn't that bad. Like the front of his yard is like the, nothing is mowed, everything's like, you know, tall grass. It's like really crazy. It's always um, what it looks like. And I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. 
and my girlfriend was really interested in one of the houses being sold near us. So there's our house, there's the hoarder, and then there's the house for sale. And the real estate agent had a drone go up and they did like land surveillance on just, you know, the property. And we found out his house we thought was just like a small like lot. It extends really far, like way beyond our backyard. And yeah, it is just filled with trash. Yeah, man, that's that's a I mean, it. I love, I love looking through old stuff. That's fun, like, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I could live like that. Like it's fun. Like I've, I have like, I keep old scraps of paper. Like I'll, I like take comedy notes or whatever, and I just have like a whole bucket of just comedy notes, like in my in my I closet. Throw off those notes. And I just I keep them, and then every because I'm always like, oh, I'm gonna go through these one time. But what inevitably happens is I go try to clean i clean out stuff i get rid of a bunch of crap and then i find the notes and then i do go through them a little bit but they're still there they're still collecting dust but it's always fun to find something that you were looking for like i found dude i found the greatest this was the greatest resume i ever saw was it yours no it, it's great in an ironic way it's not great it's the it's actually the worst resume i've ever seen <laughs> This was the worst resume I ever saw. We got this resume in at a job uh, that I don't work at now, so I'm not even going to give away any information about this person. Uh, but this person made a resume, and for for a like a sales clerk job, like a like a customer service, like you're just helping customers. That's the kind of job it was. That kind of resume one page max if you know anything about resumes you don't want more than a page there's no point like that type of job it's nice to say like oh yeah i i mowed my grandma's lawn you know that extends to all resumes all resumes pretty should much be a page. pretty much the only time it's more than a page is like if you're going for like a cfo position or yeah. like a high you know a doctor you know something where it's really important to put all a lot of information on it but even in those positions, they already sort of know what you're coming in with. Sure. Like, but yeah, you're right. So I guess my point is this resume was so bad. It was four pages long for the clerk job. And it was just like where he went to high school, what he did in high school, his first job that was three months, a bunch of stuff at that job. Next job that was like six months. A ton of stuff on that job. And then this went on and on. He had like, I mean, this guy was probably 25. And he had like eight jobs. He wrote everything about all the jobs. And then I'm turn I'm like, this is insane. This is totally insane. And then I get to the last page. There's one line on the page. It's literally finishing a sentence from the pro like he he couldn't. Was it just like you're welcome? Dude. I kid you not, the last thing he chose to include on his resume is, uh, I was in the high school football championship, uh, my teammate to the high school football championship, and unfortunately we lost. That was the last line of his resume. Can you even imagine? <laughs> so his resume ends with, I can nearly succeed. I know not to end my resume with, I'm a failure. <laughs> Even if you're like second place failure, like it's still, you probably could have left that out. It probably could have left several pages. I just think like he had at one point was like, man, maybe I should run my resume past someone I know, like a mentor, my parents, you know, someone I care about. And then he like looked and he was like, nah, I got this. Well, <laughs> this is the shit. And this was probably 25. He's 25 years old. Yeah. This was probably 10 years ago, you know, pre AI. And I'll be real. Like 10 years ago, if I had to produce a resume, I would have known it for it to be a page, but like there was a time when maybe this guy just had no idea. Like I, the internet 
Maybe like he probably just was. He probably just doesn't know. I mean, some people just don't know. I feel like it depends. Like I remember in high school and in college, I got a ton of lectures about, "Hey, make sure your resume is this specific like one page. Make sure you spread it out in this type of way." And like we live in the age of Google, you just Google, "Hey, what should a resume look like?" Even before AI, like could type up a resume for you. It's like you could still. I typed mine up and it was one page like, hey, these are my core competencies. These are my skills. This is my work history. These are the awards I've won. And I was a wow star. Done. Guy, failure. Never got hired. Was fired before he began. (laughs) Anytime you don't get a job, you're fired before you got the job. That's that's what I say. (laughs) All right now, dude, too. I, I wonder like, do companies screen whether or not the resume is made by an AI as oh. like a way to figure out if they they're gonna hire somebody? I I think there's ways to check that. Um, for sure, there. I I know they have to do it for school, like for papers now. I wrote. I remember, I was doing um, I was um, competing to um, get a spot with um a writing with a with a publisher and i was writing one-liners and one of the one-liners i wrote was um um professor local professor um disheartened by son's ai written suicide letter um which probably isn't a youtube friendly thing to, to say but like i feel like i don't know like I've, I've done ChatGPT. I played around with ChatGPT. I still think it's cool. Maybe I'm dumb, but I don't really know how useful it is. Like, I asked it to write me jokes. I was like, write me a funny joke about this topic, and the jokes always sucked. And, like, I asked it to, like, write emails, and the emails never came out the way I wanted. Yeah. Like, it's really not, it's not great yet, but it's obviously getting better. Oh, and it's like crazy right now. Like OpenAI, like uh, the company that made ChatGPT, the premium service. I think they stopped people from signing up. So anybody who's had it already has a service. They're good. Like this is the premium service, not the free one. The free one's accessible to everybody, but the premium one I think is connected to the internet. I heard about it's better. that. They're not taking more, more, more members. Yeah, they're they're like yeah. So it's it's getting out of hand. Is really what it is. I think it'll be interesting to see 10, 20 years from now if like AIs would get to the point where like if you file like an insurance claim, you're not dealing with any human beings ever. It's always like the AI and the AI is now the name of the company. Like Geico, the Gecko is like the AI and like basically you call in. It's like, hi, I'm the Gecko. The British accent oh my god and they'll go through the whole claim with you and that's how it'll be it'll just be like these ai entities and they'll be gods and we'll worship them i hope you know, we, like, i i've always wanted to worship the gecko from geico i just think that shit like it's not that far away because ai is really freaking smart um picasso you heard it here first ai is really freaking smart really freaking smart man but i'm not like scared Cause like Elon Musk is like AI is the end of the world. It's gonna kill us all. And I'm like, dude, touch grass. You just disconnect it. AI can't do anything in the real world to you. Like, well, those people, the the people like that, they're so wrapped up in the internet, in their work, that they just don't take the time to like goof around, maybe. And, and they just, they get so wrapped up and caught up in it that it's like all they can think about and they're obsessed. And so I think that could be part of it. But yeah, I know I'm sure my job's going to get axed by AI. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Then universal free income comes in, man. We need the income. We've talked about this before, though. Yeah, like, UBI, it. baby. UBI. Give me that income. Give me that UBI. Someone's got to spend their money. Let's go. Um, I just, you know, I kind of want those jobs to go away. Like, even Aristotle talked about automation back in the day. Like, he was just like, automate everything, man. 
so that philosophers can just think, you know, just be. Um, but yeah, I just thinking I, all day though. That's not good for you. I don't know. I, you know, I've always thought to myself, like what type of problems would I have if I was like rich enough to not have to work? And like, there's no, I feel like time would be going so slow. Well, it, it would be occupied with other things because the reason you don't have to work is because you're paying other people to work for you by working for somebody else. It's kind of like you, you would have to put in the work to go find food. You'd have to go put in the work to find water, you know, and it wouldn't be as easy as just going to a store. You would have to like find out how you're going to get somewhere, you know, no one's going to make your car for you. No one's going to make all that stuff, make it easy for you to live. Like you're just trading, you're trading your time for more time, somebody else's time. It's just, uh, it's very strange to think about it in that way, but that's all it is. I mean, people get good at one thing and then they do that one thing so that other people don't have to do it and they can spend, they don't have to worry about all the little things, all the really important things. We're so dependent on the things we need. We need food, we need shelter, you know? And we need water. And that's how people lived for the longest time. was just that's they didn't have time for just chilling, you know. They didn't have time for just chillaxing. Man. Yeah. Well, I, I read this thing like people didn't really start chilling till fires. Mm. Do we ever talk about that? I don't think we ever talked about that. Like, there's the whole thing of, like, the fireside chat mm. was, like, it was the first time you could just, like, chill by a fire. It is cool when you are, like, camping and stuff, like, that moment where you get the fire going, everyone's just kind of chilling around yeah, campfire. And, mm-hmm. um, dude, I, um, so I went, last time I went camping, I went camping at, like, Cherry Mountain, I think it was whatever, in New Hampshire, with my uh with my homies uh manny and goldie and and a few other friends and um we were with a friend of ours and we were all you know bugging that time and we were all around the campfire and just chilling vibing and this one friend of mine starts talking about cannibalism all of a sudden and he looked at me he's like mo i bet you got you have delicious arms that's messed up and you know not to be too weird but i was sensitive at the time and uh, i was just like what do you mean you know delicious arms she's like i bet you got delicious arms you know if we were eating people your arms would be delicious and i started getting mad i'm like why do you want to eat my arms man yeah i wouldn't i would i wouldn't hang out with that guy oh i don't yeah yeah it was really weird yeah, and then I was my friend was defending my buddy Manny was like, "We're not gonna eat your arms, Mo. Just calm down." Okay, if it was a bit, that's different, but, but it didn't seem like a bit. It didn't. It was weird. It seemed like this guy was really trying to munch on those delicious arms. He wanted my arm. He wanted my arm meat. Um, but he wanted to eat it raw too. It's weird. That's dude. I would at least want to put a little sear on that. Yeah, you know what I mean, I want you to put a little sear. Get by the do a little fireside chat. A crisp it up. Shit. Crisp. And it in up. the back of my head, I'm like, everything my mom said was right about white people. Jesus oh, Christ, I yeah. shouldn't have been here. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have hung out by the fire. Yeah, too close. So I, they almost got me. I went to a uh, a really white event. Um, I went to a concert last week was it a ska concert it was tool it was one of my favorite bands called tool i bet there are black people at a tool concert i don't know when they lit up that room i didn't see much dark skin man <laughs> I, it was a lot of white and i even commented to all my white friends that i went with i was like geez that's a lot of white <laughs> i was like my god but you know what they put on a crazy show i don't know have you ever have you ever heard of this band tool Oh, they're famous. They're huge. They're a pretty big yeah. band. They played at TD Garden. Yeah. There's, it was... I've never listened to a Tool song. I don't think... I don't recognize a Tool song. I should say I probably listened to a Tool song. They're one of these bands from the 90s that 
never grew up? Do they still wear jorts? They see tools. Tools just they're such an anomaly of a band. They're they're in the nineties. I don't know what was going on. Like they were just like let's sign all these really weird bands that sound really unique. They they just don't. They're like let's just find a band that sounds like no no other band. Like they're just so bizarre. Like there's that there was like Primus. They sounded like they're just really. It was all about the bass guitar and like slap funky bass and then just weird like quirky guitar parts and like really cool drums and a the singer has like a wacky voice and Tool was like the the drummer is like out of his mind crazy good at drumming like all doing all kinds of weird technical stuff that the average listener probably doesn't even care about or even understand what's going on and the guitar players like he was like this artist guy he worked on movies and he's like played pretty basic guitar parts in terms of like he wasn't like playing like shred guitar or whatever like he was like writing just like classic kind of riffs and you know groovy bass drum interaction and then a singer that you know he could sing really well and the, the lyrics are just like out there some of them like really trippy and weird but also they have like a really pretty good sense of humor in their lyrics too and they they like they had one their biggest hit song in the 90s was called stink fist <laughs> and it is exactly what you think it's about it's about fisting yeah 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 and it was like on the radio it was called stink fist they call and, and then on the radio i think it or on mtv they they didn't call it stink fist they called it like track two or something track one or whatever they didn't they didn't use that name but like all the lyrics are about fisting and if you if you read them in such a way you realize it but it doesn't sound like it and probably isn't necessarily about it but you could interpret it that way based on how like one of the lyrics at the end of the chorus is turn around and take my hand like that's pretty hilarious to me do they say it like in a savior turn around and take my hand pretty actually not not like not really like that that's so fucked up it's a little more dark they're a dark they're like a dark band if you ever seen if you want to see a weird music video check out a tool music video they're totally weird there's a lot of stop motion like frame by frame animation type thing um like, Are you a Daft Punk fan? Oh, uh, not. Nah, I wouldn't call myself that, but um, I was gonna say they were a part of that too. These really wonky, really good music videos. Like, yeah, like really weird conception. But go on. But they so when you see them live, they have they're they're not one of these bands that moves around on stage or anything. They don't they don't make a point to like I'm this like I'm the singer. Look at me. I, I'm I'm the front man. Look at me. This guy. Maynard, he he sings. He stands in the back. He's in the back. He's almost like behind the drummers, behind the drummer on either one of the sides of the drummer. It's like they have these big platforms next to the drummer, and he stands on them, and they're not even lit. He's in the darkness. He's singing in the darkness. That's how weird this band. Like you're not there to look at him. <laughs> He's like, you can see he, he like will wear funny stuff on stage sometimes. Like he, like he. One time he painted himself like blue in the nine, like in the nineties, he was like on a tour. He was like painting himself blue. He'd wear like, um, uh, like a bra on stage before. Like that was like something that was normal to do. If you're a guy, like p- people would think that's weird. Um, and sometimes he wore like a, a riot gear outfit. Like he will wear like odd stuff on stage. And this last story had like a mohawk, like a blonde mohawk. And he was like dressed in like a, kind of like a cocktail suit would you ever want to meet them or is it like one of those situations where like you'd get too close you know i don't think no i i haven't met them i i think it would be just too weird i don't think you want to meet them like i I think like i think it'd be i could have an interesting conversation but it would just be me you know uh spit firing nonstop annoying questions i don't think it would be very fun for them to meet me so i i don't think it's a good idea to meet them i feel like 
Um, but oh, that's how I feel about my musicians that I like. Like, I would never want to meet Kendrick Lamar. Like, I love Kendrick Lamar. I love all of his music. I never want to meet him because I I would want that ruined. You know, I wouldn't want that. Like, there's this mystique around. Yeah, there's a mystique, but. I mean, this guy Maynard has been on Joe Rogan several times. Like, mm. the, I think they're kind of like buddies. He does like jujitsu mm. a little bit. He's into winemaking. He's in like four bands too. Like, Tool's one of these bands that they move at like a sluggish pace. Like, mm. they came out with albums in like 93, 95, and then 2000, 2005, and then nothing until 2018 pretty pretty long is there are their new shit good or it's still good Mm. yeah it's still they they don't want like they're a band that they got popular but you're just like it it doesn't make any i don't know how they got popular like they're just so weird like as they as they got older their songs just started getting longer like their newest album that essentially took 13 years to make it uh it was like um, I th- I, th- I think there was five or six songs on it, like actual songs, because they were all like ten minutes long. Pretty ins- pretty pretty wild. All their song the the longest song in the album was like seventeen minutes long. Speaking of weird albums that came out, um, you know, Outcast and Andre Three Thousand, right? I saw Outcast. Yeah, yeah. He he Andre Three Thousand released a new album. Um, and it's all wind instruments. Oh yeah, I and heard it's about not his... rapping. I heard about his flute album. Dude, I listened to it. I love Andre 3000. He's in my top five. And nice. he's one of the best rappers. He is one of the best rappers ever. Um, and he was like, the <laughs> he his album's like that. Like, it's all giant wind sections. or just like just wind instruments. And it's great to listen to. Um, but he had some songs that felt like a scary movie. And like, it was like really weird. Like, you should really take a listen to it. Um, Do you know what it's called? Um, Blue Flame, something Blue Flame, I think is the name of it. Okay. Um, but he, um, he, the, the names of, I gotta look it up because the names of like the specific songs are really long and the opening song is, um, I'm sorry, this isn't a rap album (laughs) where he's just like, I'm sorry that I'm releasing something that isn't a rap album because if you know anything about rap, um and andre 3000 you know that for years andre 3000 hasn't released new rap music because he's just like it's uh it's called new blue sun and the first song in it is i swear i really wanted to make a uh rap album but this is where the wind took me (laughs) that's a good joke too um the next name of the song is the slang word pussy rolls off the tongue and the other one is that night in Hawaii when I turned. I can't read the full. That night in Hawaii when I turned. I want the full album names. I don't want to. But that's Andre three thousand for you. You know. That's that rules. Oh yeah, one final closing argument. Not even. But you ever do one of these? You ever Where do one is? of these cool things? Rip my pants. You ever do that? You ever rip? At a tool concert? At a concert? You ever go to a concert and realize your pants are heavily ripped? Some of your nuts pop out. <laughs> yeah, it was not the right day to Yeah, to like go commando. Oh. You went commando. I took the train. You know, I'm just buzzing around on the train. Rip. It's very windy up there. Did you buy new pants or did you roll back? I had to roll. I had no choice, man. I rolled in these. Oh, you, so you took the train from Portland down to Boston? No, I took the train into to into Boston from another place in Massachusetts. Mm. I drove down to Mass first, and then Got went it. in with some friends. But it, it, the train ride was fun. The train ride is cheap to go. It was like a forty minute ride. It was only ten bucks each way. I love that's, I that's love pretty. Love the train. Pretty magical. And what was great is there's a lot of people going to see the Tool concert on the train. So you're with fellow so toolies. with fellow Toolers, you know. <laughs> toolers. Tool- is that the name of the no Toolers? No, there's no name for it. Toolies. I think just Tool fans, like, Toolies and Swifties. Yeah, well, that was another big controversy. Um, the uh, 
when that album came out, the Tool's first album in 13 years, it knocked Taylor Swift off the number one spot. And people were like losing their minds. The Swifties were losing their minds because they were like, who is this Tool band? Who is this band that's defeating Taylor? And it's just like, yeah, they're like a really good band from a long time ago that people have been waiting for this album forever. And it finally came out. As if record sales matter for how good a band is or anything like that. Right. Right. I know like your music is still valid. Like I, and I know they just have to be number oh one. Oh my god! If she is not a billionaire, I am not valid. Her music. Sucks. My life. I hate my life. Like, Some of the best music I've talked about. My love of the uh, like the single album, Little Joy. Um, that's like some of my favorite music. They're they're not you know by artists that are super popular. Like 1999 by. Um, the album 1999 by Joey Badass. Joey Badass is not the biggest name in rap, but that's an amazing album. He had an amazing time. Some of my favorite music to listen to. Uh, Capital C's died unsuc- like he was successful. He died poor, you know? Like, Drake is one of the best when it comes to sales artists, but he is not the best rapper, one of the best artists. Like, Andre 3000, he made a ton of money, but... He was not like the like he has he's not the highest grossing artist, you know. One of his albums was Outcasts, I think one of their albums was one of the highest grossing individual albums, but like when you like just because of how good just just because you make a ton of money doesn't mean your music's great. You know, amazing. Uh absolutely. Goodness. I mean one of like my all one of my all time favorite bands had one hit in like 1991 or two or something and they just never had another hit but they continued like and had a really cool fan base and put out good music for all year like you know up until you know this day um so yeah that doesn't it doesn't matter how, how much money you're making an artist come on man i wonder how much of the whole swifty craziness is like uh really just like memeing you know you're just memeing because like, have you ever met people who run stan accounts? Like they they just stand something. Like they they like really love one particular person, celebrity is that thing. Because and the account is dedicated to them. Is that because Eminem had a song called Stan? Maybe I don't know, but like it's like internet slang. Like you stand this person, you love them so much. That that must have started with Eminem, because he had a song called Stan. I, I'm familiar with that. Maybe. I, I don't know. What I it, never heard it before that. I don't know how the leave in the comments if you think that you know Eminem started Stan or if that was something else. But it maybe, sure probably. seemed like he started Stan. Makes sense. Um, it's an Eminem reference, man. Freaking love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. Tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why. Yeah, a little. Uh, this little white boy died. What was that lady's name? Um, Dido. Birdie. Dido. Dido. I know that one because it's kind of like dildo. That's why I probably remembered it. Turn around. <laughs> Here's a fun one. When I was in fifth grade, my I we were getting like the beginnings of sex ed, and we could like ask it. We could ask the teacher a question on a piece of paper, and you could put your name, and then then the teacher could come to you and tell you what the answer was if you didn't feel comfortable. And my friends were like, you should ask her what a dildo is. And I was like, yeah, that'll be funny. That's a good way. Yeah, to... <laughs> it's real funny until your fifth grade teacher who's this like, you know, mildly overweight lady in her late 50s comes up to you. And she's like, Keith, do you really want to know what a dildo is? I'm like, yeah. She's like, it's a fake penis. Like, and she said it with disgust. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fake peepee. Telling, yeah, that's, I'm, that was, oh man. You think it, it seems like it's going to be so funny until your teacher sits down with you to tell you. I remember we had a teacher in uh, middle school that we all hated. She was a social studies teacher. And, um, you know, I'm a fat guy, so I can be fat phobic. She was a larger woman, you know, yeah. and she drove. We didn't know this, but she drove a like um, 
like a Corvette type car. My favorite car <laughs> to see a large lady in. And we're, we had, we had detention. So we were there until like four something. And like, there was a late bus that would take us to our neighborhood. And we were waiting for the late bus to come. And we're in the back parking lot of Lincoln Middle School and the teacher's waddling out of like her fucking doorway. We hated this woman. She was openly racist. She was evil. So please abide by my fat phobia and and, and understand. Um, and I'm waiting and she we see her go into her car and I shit you not. I just heard. <laughs> she got in. And like tilted one way and she's driving it down. You can kind of hear the thing like just go. There really is. There really is nothing funnier than just seeing a, a a big person get into a tiny car and watching it just sink down to the ground. It's pretty funny. I just thought, you know, she deserves to get made fun of. She's an awful human being, and I hope she died alone. Um, <laughs> wow, she died harsh. alone in the cold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, there's so many racist teachers growing up when I was a kid who were genuinely racist. Like, they were, like, legitimately, like, they did not like black people. It was very fun. Or they didn't like Somalis, which was code in, like, Portland, Maine at the time to say you didn't like black people. It's just to oh, say, oh, like... I don't like Somalis as well. Yeah. No, yeah. I... Yeah, I remember... Um, I remember when I didn't like Somalis, but then I met you. Aw. Aw, that's the sweetest that's thing. That's the sweetest thing. No. Yeah. Um, I didn't like Toolies until I met you. Yeah, him. once you met a real Toolie, you were like, oh. Honestly, I didn't like black kid. people until I met your baby. You know? Aw, <laughs> yeah. Aww. I met your little baby girl, and I was like, okay. Okay, they're fine. <laughs> we'll keep them around. Okay. Sorry, Courtney. Sorry. Um, some other cool uh, news stories uh, that I, I thought were fun. Not this isn't fun, but it's actually not fun at all. I don't know why I'm laughing, but it's too late. It's I'm gonna. Are talk. we finally gonna talk about? <laughs> We're gonna talk about. Uh, they're they're letting Ron, Ron Jeremy out of jail. You see, they're letting Ron Jeremy out. Oh shit! Because apparently he's bedridden now, and so they're like he's no longer a threat. And then, and it's just like yeah, well, uh, the 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 prosecutor's like yeah, but. He's been known to assault uh, caregivers, and they're like, the judge was like, well, you can just hire men. Basically saying, like, it doesn't matter if a man gets assaulted by Ron Jeremy, which is insane. It's like, or you're saying, like, yeah, don't worry, he's not going to do anything gay. Like, you know what I mean? He's not a queer. But this Um... is also a guy that definitely, I'm pretty sure he's done gay. I think he's probably at least done gay stuff on camera dude i remember growing up i was like who is this guy because ron jeremy was um i used to love watching vhs uh the vhs channel <laughs> um and they had every couple v- of months vh1 oh or vhs it's vh1 okay uh, vh1 right. the vh1 <laughs> channel um hey come on yeah vh1 channel they did um, like top tens or whatever, and they had people react. It was like the OG reaction channels. You oh know? yeah, they would have people react to videos and stuff. Yeah. And they had Ron Jeremy on, and I was a kid. You know, I didn't know a lot about pornography, and I was just like, "Who the fuck is Ron Jeremy?" Yeah. And then they like talked about him once, and they're like, "Oh, this guy has a huge cock, and he fucks a lot of women." And I'm like, "That dude is ugly. He's that gnarly. dude is hella he is, ugly." And now you've seen him these days, but he is, he is. Really, I mean, I know these trash, horrible people. Like when they're in jail, they really make a point to look trashier and more horrible, so that they can probably get out and be like homebound or whatever, and let them just basically die. Like Weinstein, and exactly. Like they all, they the all try to make it look like they're in bad shape, but who knows? They're... They were just fine. <laughs> they were just fine a little while ago. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, their whole life people. falls apart, and then all of a sudden, we can't. Well. In the end of the day, man, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, they let, ever since they let Cosby out, I'm just like, they don't. They blew it with that. They really just, yeah. they're like, oh, they forgot to dot the I. Cosby totally asked for it, though, because he was, like, lecturing black comics about, like, using the N-word. I know. And then finally Hannibal Beerus was like, screw you. Like, don't tell me what to do. I know the rumors about you. Plenty of people have, yeah. He did get really big off of that. 
Oh, he he got huge, and I I like Hannibal. Buress. Oh, I He's love fun. Hannibal. Buress. I thought he was what made um, the Eric Andre show because I'm not a huge fan of the Eric Andre show, but I liked Hannibal Buress just being on there. <laughs> I am a big fan of the Eric Andre show. Oh man, Eric Andre is funny too. It's just like the the kind of straight ish man of Hannibal Buress, then kind of becoming a part of the show and characters. Yeah, he he was great. Um, and I saw Hannibal right after he he had the that big clip or whatever he was he's crushed i saw him a bunch of times saw him like four times he's great hannibal's great oh yeah so many good comics um anything else any closing oh we got thanksgiving coming up oh yeah yeah thursday's off and i don't hear about this but i i saw this this thing, I don't even know if it's real, but I, I hope it is. Uh, have you heard of Brown F- Friday? Have you ever heard of Brown Friday? No. So apparently it's a big day in the plumbing industry. A lot of people have to call a plumber the Friday. Shat after... through their toilets. Yeah, they blow out their toilets. They call it plumbers are like really busy on Brown Friday. <laughs> Shit. I replaced the toilet with Courtney's dad once yeah. at the house, and I thought that was the weirdest thing because I'm not handy. And he like was just like, "Yeah, you should got to help me carry it and help me install it." I'm like, "Okay, sure, I'll help you install it. Just tell me what to do. I'll be, you know, I'll be your little, you like be, a, be, be a little helper." Yeah, toilet and king. He totally just did all the work for me. He was just explaining it as we go. It was That's really good funny. to know. <laughs> He's just, I was just like, are you sure? You know, you don't want me to help you. He's like, no, no, it's cool. It's just, it's just, uh, this here's the wax. You just put the wax here. There's a giant wax seal that you use. He wasn't like, can I just have you test it real quick? And I'm a watch. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think he, I think he gave it the inaugural flush. Did he? Oh, what a guy. Yeah, I think he needed to go, but no, it was cool. And it's a good toilet. It's my favorite toilet in the house. I sneak downstairs sometimes to use that toilet because it's bigger. MFT, my favorite toilet. My favorite toilet. My favorite toilet's downstairs. My favorite shower's upstairs. Everyone just lo- doesn't work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. What happened to the other toilet? Uh, the upstairs toilet? The down one. Downstairs? Your favorite toilet. It's still there. It was the old one. The old, oh, we, that we wasn't your favorite. Put it on the back of its truck. That one was no good. That was no good. That yeah. one didn't have that pressure. It didn't suck. This one sucks that stuff. No, no Brown Friday. Brown Friday.